Welcome to a live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. So glad to have you along on this cloudy Tuesday afternoon, but the temperatures right now sitting at about 48 degrees. There's about a 20% chance of rain. Looking for a high today, maybe even 50. Will we make it? Don't know. Still have a little bit of time this afternoon to try to climb on up to that uh, 50 degree mark. Uh, and I think I heard that tomorrow could be even warmer, maybe even 64, which we all know that's my favorite number. And so uh, we are doing a live show this afternoon on our Mid-South Viewpoint program. And we uh, are glad to have you. If you're back into the carpool thing, waiting to pick the kids up, heading home, uh, just, you know, wherever you are right now listening online, we are glad to have you tuning in to AM640 and FM100.7 as we kick off this uh you know, new year 2018 is here. Of course, uh, this is the second week of the new year of our Mid South Viewpoint program. Each Tuesday and Thursday, I have the privilege of hosting this show. And uh, let me invite you to tune in on Thursday of this week. We uh, recorded our program for this Thursday, and we have Pastor Ricky Floyd and his wife Sheila from the Pursuit of God Transformation Center. And you're in for a real treat. Let me just tell you that. We're going to talk about marriage healing marriages and the the incredible journey that the Floyds went on to see their marriage come together. And I mean, it was pretty bad to the point that Ricky was actually in jail because he was abusive to his wife. But even through all of that, God restored and kept their marriage and healed it and put them on a track that's helped them to help families all across the country to be able to restore and heal and, and help their marriages and, you know, I was just talking to someone just recently, and they were saying that they had a, a family member that was really in a desperate situation with their marriage, and they just thought divorce was where they were heading. You know, it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that with uh, Pastor Ricky and Sheila Floyd on Thursday. Now, today, we're going to talk about something that might be a little difficult for you to to swallow. (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, your temple, your body. You know, the Bible tells us that our bodies are the temple of Christ, of God. And we're to glorify God in these temples. And I'll tell you, I am the first to admit when it comes to controlling eating and eating what's good and and, and bad, I I always kind of roller coaster. They call it those yo-yo diets and tried different things, you know. And uh, I went to the doctor probably back last summer, and he said, Byron, you have got to lose some weight. And, uh, And he's told me that multiple times, you know. And so... I, I thought about it, and I thought, you know, I really need to pray and take this on as a, a spiritual quest and journey and something I need to do to honor God in my body. And so uh, I don't know the exact number. It's close to probably 30 pounds I've uh, removed from this body, and I'm continuing to do so. And I'm doing it through uh, kind of more of a protein diet, staying off of the carbs and the sugars and things like that. And uh, it's working for me, you know, on a very consistent, slow, slow uh, way, but it's still working for me. But I've got this friend of mine. You know Antonio Neal. Antonio has been on our program before. He is uh, a musician, a gospel musician. He's a music producer. He writes music. He sings. There's other things that he does, too. He and his wife, Shay, have three children. Matter of fact, in the studio right now is where live summer is here. We promised her that she won't be on the microphone, but uh, she's here with Dad. She's a beautiful young lady. Glad to have uh, Antonio Neal and his daughter in the studio. But, Antonio, Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. 
opportunity to you, too. Hey, last time I saw you, we were down at the uh, Bill Street Landing right there on the riverfront. Right. We just kind of ran into each other. And uh, you were on this like this big walk downtown, weren't you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mega walk. Your mega walk. Yeah. What's about a, 12 what? miles, 10, 12 miles, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's what I was working on. You know what? Let me tell you this real quick. I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder here, but uh, and when you still beat me, but uh, last Friday, my I went out to my car. It wouldn't start, and I knew my wife was not able to pick me up for a ride, and so I thought, well, you know, it's not that far from the office to my house. I'll start walking. So I, I walked down, crossed Poplar Avenue, went down to Kirby. Kirby to Neshoba was walking. I was heading toward Cordova, you know. And I get down to Riverdale, Riverdale to Wolf River Boulevard, Wolf River Boulevard to Germantown Parkway. About halfway, I'm thinking, man, I don't know if I can make this. You know, this is really long. I went to grab my phone, and my battery was dead, so I had no choice. I, wow. I had to walk it. I made it as far as the Starbucks there next to the Chick-fil-A on Germantown yeah. Parkway where I could recharge my phone, okay. get me something to drink, and say, come help me. I can't walk anymore, you know? Wow. <laughs> that, That's amazing. And, and you know what? I have a Fitbit on. I turned it on. This is a really funny part here. Turn the Fitbit on. I have the app associated with it, and when I turned it on, on. It started shooting confetti all over the screen, <laughs> and it said, you're 7,200 steps above your goal, and I walked about eight miles. Not to the 12 miles you Man, walked, but it was an eight-mile walk. That's a long way to go without preparing for that walk. Oh, it was. Believe yeah. me. Were you in your uh, casual shoes? These shoes right oh, here. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, that, that's 16 miles. Uh, yeah. That's 16 miles. <laughs> These are my work shoes. Those are 16 miles. That does give you double. <laughs> was that stupid or what? No. No. You got to get home, man. You ready to go home. <laughs> Whatever it takes. But, uh, you know, it seemed like most of it was mental. I had to keep telling myself, you know, Lord, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bag too, backpack. You know, like I had that? a little backpack on, my, on me. I did. Okay, you know? yeah. See, that's that's sixteen miles. Is that sixteen? Yeah, miles? I give you. I give you. Boy, I like that. But you were on this mega walk. Yeah. Do you do that often? I, at one time, I was. You know, before I like I told you, I hurt my back uh, a little bit after that. But yeah, man, I was. I was really kind of do these walks uh, two, three times a week. There on the riverfront, I would start all the way on the other end of Mud Island. I would go all the way across there to Big River Crossing, go down, and I would come back and go back to the other end of, uh, of Mud Island. Wow. You know, where it starts and, you know, where the houses and all that stuff is. I think it's called uh, the uh, the Mississippi Park, the Green right. Park. Yeah. yeah. So I would start on the, all the way at the other end, go all the way across the Big River Crossing and come back. Oh, my. Yeah, I love walking. I love being outdoors, man. I love it. So you know, I'm just I out there hanging out. I do, too. I need to do it more because it's, it's really a time for reflection for me. Right. You know, time of prayer, yeah. time just to kind of get some fresh air in. Mm-hmm. The other day when I was, uh, I think it was Saturday, was out when my son got back, and I thought, you know, I want to take a nap because I'm kind of tired. I thought, you know what, I'm going to fight that. And I went and I walked three miles. Wow. You know? And so a lot of what we're going to talk about today has to do with obviously keeping our bodies, our temples in check. Yeah. But uh, it it can be really a spiritual battle. I think that's where it starts and that's where it ends. Um, For me, it was about, um, man, I Honestly, I, I looked at I was I was at the point in my life where I wouldn't even look at myself in the mirror. Now you know it's bad when you're in the restroom, bathroom, or whatever, and you just wouldn't look at yourself. And some people may look at that as like, man, you're being vain or all about that. But I wasn't recognizing that guy in the mirror. I wasn't recognizing the former college athlete, you know, the former guy, you know, good metabolism, and I wasn't recognizing also how I was feeling. So not only I wasn't recognizing the guy in the mirror, I wasn't recognizing how I felt. And no matter what we can talk about, you know, the weight part and how we do this, it it is rooted in the spiritual side of things. It's rooted there because I allowed 
uh, the God of my belly, a.k.a. Jabba the Hutt, I allowed um, that to become uh, my ruling mindset. And I knew that until I conquered that part, uh, my body was going to stay because I feel like my body was just a reflection of my spiritual place. Oh, boy. That's yeah, that's I really th- what I felt. That's a, that's a good word there, Antonio. And and you went to Texas A&M. Uh, Kingsville, yeah. yeah Texas A&M, Kingsville, yeah, yes, sir. On a basketball full scholarship, yes, sir. you know. Yeah. And, of course, uh, that's where you met Shay. I met her in Houston. Yeah, in Houston. yeah, yeah. Met her in Houston, man. My, my our local church. So just, just you know, my whole high school time playing ball, being at very, very, very active. So I just, it was just second nature. I could eat anything, eat three chickens, eat you know whatever you want to call it, eat just whatever I wanted to because that was you know that was my life. But at, the older I got, I realized that okay, once I got out of college, I wasn't living that stop that lifestyle anymore. But again, even when I stopped, it really wasn't about that. It was about spiritual issues, even. When, you know, I wasn't, you know, exercising as much as I was in college, I still can take the line and draw it all the way back, trace it back to spiritual problems, which is what opened the door for the manifestation in the physical side. And this is something that men deal with, too. I mean, you know, all all the human race deals with, (laughs) you know, and some some more than others when it comes to, you know, weight gain. Yeah. And and using, like, when I get in stressful situations, it's like food becomes that That's the go-to, man. That's the comforter, Yeah, exactly. And so a lot of times we replace the comforter, Holy Spirit, with the earthly comforter, you know what I'm saying? That barbecue rib or whatever that thing is that that's that's your quote unquote vice. And so I think um, understanding that as something in my life, I would call it a call it a food addiction and you can call it whatever, but vice. But understanding, OK, why have I replaced the true comfort that won't hurt me, that won't harm me? with something that I know is harming me because I'm going back to this thing over and over and over and over again. It's not like, okay, once, okay, I cast my care on a chicken leg and I'm good. No, I keep coming back to yeah, it yeah. over and over again. And, and I, that's when I began to realize that I had to stop and I had to make some drastic changes. I had to understand that this isn't the will of God for my life. And we can say it's all about the spirit all we want to, but God doesn't have a, I, don't, I haven't seen in the scripture where he said, I have a will for you to be sick. No, above all, that you may prosper, be in health, even as your soul prosper. We talk about the prospering and the soul prospering. Yeah. But what about the be in health part? Exactly. And that's that's a part of our healing, too. That's that's who we supposed to be in the Lord. You know, something else I know that you have done even more so than I have. And that is uh, uh, for one year. Didn't you juice for like a solid year? Or well, close to 108 it? days, 180 days, consecutive days. Yeah. Well, now, was that total juicing without yeah. any other type yeah. of diet? That's it. I got all my, my all my raw fruits, vegetables, you know, walnuts. I was just throw it in a blender with some kale and with some collard greens, uh, with some spinach, man. And every day for those 108 days, it was something of a juice that I, you know, a vegan um, liquid meal yeah, that I would right. take every day, man, with water and, and exercise and all that, man. You yeah, know. It kind of reminds me, you know, back in, uh, in Daniel, you know. The Daniel fast. The Daniel fast, <laughs> yeah. really, you know. And, I mean, of yeah. course, he would just, uh, he ate the fruits and the vegetables. That's what I was doing. You know? Yeah. And compared to Nebuchadnezzar's other, you know, servants, mm-hmm. I mean, the, who ate the meat and the best choice steaks of the land, I mean, Daniel rose above all of them. Let me ask you a question. What do, what does, what do the cows and stuff eat? 
They eat the grass. Okay. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we see these big muscular animals and things like that, and we like, wow, this they're awesome. Look at them. We're like, what do they eat? Do they eat other cows? No. Are they eat some antelope? No. They're <laughs> they're eating some the grass. These fish. No, they're not no, doing nothing. They're no. eating the grass, and so we're eating the animals that eat the grass. And right. so, man, that's one of the, you know. And I look at in Genesis talking to you know Adam, you know about their food and 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 giving us the herbs and the seed plants and stuff like that. And I I just started researching. What, what happened with me, I just started researching, number one, my symptoms, because it wasn't the root. I started re, uh, researching that. What, why do I feel this way? And I started finding out, you know, that it was my health. It was my nutrition. It was my food. When you go to most of these sicknesses that we're dealing with in America, yeah. it comes as food-borne sicknesses. Oh it's goodness. like, And when I realized that and started following different doctors and, 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 man, stuff from University of California at San Francisco, University of California at Berkeley, I started seeing stuff from Harvard University about food and health and all this. I'm like, okay, not only... Are you know believe the believing side? Even people on the mainstream side are talking about food and health and fasting. I mean, really secular uh, people talking about fasting and all those things. So that's what kind of started me on my journey because I wanted to find out really what was going on and did anybody else was anybody else going through this? And I found out so much information and how I could instead of spending money, how I, just with food. I can start bringing myself back to life. And, man, I'm so glad I found that information. You know, Antonio, I can really testify to what you're saying in just a short amount of time that I have, you know, been on my journey of, uh, of losing this weight. Uh, I mean, within the first couple of weeks, you know, when I said no to uh, gluten and bread, right. I mean, because, man, my joints and things were just having more difficulty. You know, I'm, I'm 55. I'm not that old, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, Just getting started. Just getting started. Mm-hmm. And I w- didn't have a basketball scholarship to Texas A&M, but I was, when my youth, I was quite involved in uh, karate, worked my way up to a black belt, and I used to, wow. very, you know, was very intense in working out. Very disciplined. And, yeah, very disciplined. Uh-huh. And so, uh, but then I got away from all of that, you know, got married, got children, got, mm-hmm. you know, job, the stress and moving on. And that kind of, kind of played the back seat. Right. But, uh, I've always enjoyed cardio. So I know some people can't stand, right. like when you said that mega walk 12 miles, they're thinking there's no way I'm going to do that or even walking around the neighborhood. But. I've always enjoyed cardio, whether it be the uh, elliptical machines mm-hmm. or a treadmill. I've got a bicycle. I like to ride on the Green Line. Okay. You know? We saw each other on the Green Line, remember? That's right. We did. <laughs> Shelby Farms. That's <laughs> exactly that. We did. Now, were you on a bike? I think I was walking. You were walking. walking I was on a bike. on the bike. Yeah, yeah, I was on a bike. Yeah, That's yeah. right. <laughs> and so, but but talk to that, you know, person that, you know, listen, I've just been this way so long. I don't know if I had to get started. I mean, I think... It's easy to give yourself the excuse if you get become sedentary because that's what you love. I yeah, mean, yeah. at the moment, it's just, just realize that that's what you like and that's your lifestyle and that's what's going on in your life. But anybody can change. Anybody that still has breath in their body, anybody that still has um, an opportunity to to move their limbs or do whatever, we have an opportunity to. The thing is, uh, it starts in the mind. It's what do you want? So you already know what God wants, right? 
I wish you to make prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. So it's not about God, whatever your will is. That's like crazy to go to God asking him, do, does you, do you want me to be healthy, Lord Jesus? What do you think? I mean, yeah. come on. Um, so the person that's sitting on the couch that thinks that they got to go spend $30 at a gym, no, you don't. You can just get up and move your limp. One of the, one, what I started finding out was like this bread, this gluten was being converted to sugar. Yeah. Sugar, diabetes. We down south. Sweet tea, all that. So, and what, what does that stuff do? It creates inflammation. So a lot of the things when it comes to uh, Arthur and Wright, those two friends, yeah. all those things are based off of, of gluten and sugar, and those things are hitting our bodies. And also, when we stop moving, we stop moving our lymphatic system. The lymphatic system, which I'm just, I'm not a doctor, but I'm learning, is yeah. connected to the kidneys. The lymphatic system is like our body sewage system. So when you're eating this sugar and the inflammation is coming and you're not moving, that means your lymphatic system isn't moving, meaning that the sewage, the sewage in you is not moving. So you got to get out there and start moving your arms and doing all this other stuff yeah. like that. And you don't have to go to a gym. You can walk. They have this thing called the rebounder, the little bitty trampoline. You can sit up there and jump. That helps move your lymphatic system to help get your kidneys going yeah. and all those other things to, to begin that process. And so the person that's sitting there saying, I don't have anything to do. No, you can do jumping jacks in your house. You can do running in place in your house. That's going to move your limp. You can just make a decision, a little small decision. I'm not going to eat the fries. I'm going to get a salad without my favorite dressing, maybe some uh, some vinaigrette. A small little choices. You don't have to be Arnold. You know, you don't have to be Mr. America or Mrs. America or Wonder Woman. Just make one little small decisions every time you decide to put something in your mouth. Just make a decision. You know, is this life or this yeah. is death? Which yeah. one is this? It, what are you going to choose? So it's really about that choosing um, something that's going to bring life to you. Yeah. When you haven't been exercising, does it feel good? No, not in the beginning. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But as you get to go out there, next thing you know, this energy starts coming back. Yeah. Next thing you know, your body's like, yes, I've been waiting. <laughs> and next thing you know, you find yourself out there, man, just burning up the trails. This a dear brother I miss greatly is Don Ballard. Don uh, was an able chaplain, and uh, he's had an incredible story. Uh, he was uh, the 1939 rookie pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. Uh, he actually led Harlan Sanders, Colonel Sanders, to Christ. Uh, in Corbin, Kentucky, where his first pastor was. And uh, Don was uh, was a retired chaplain, Navy chaplain, but he would go to uh, retirement homes on Sundays and uh, do their Sunday morning services. Okay. And he was 94 years old. That is awesome. And so I got a chance to meet Don, and he was here in the studio. He's, he lived to be 101 years old. He Amazing. passed away. But when he was about 95, 96 years old, he was telling me one day, he said, you know, you got to stay active, even at my age. And he said, so I have what you call the, uh, I think he called it the kitchen sink diet. And But what he talked about, he said, uh, you go and you hold on to the kitchen sink and you do squats. Right. You know, up and down. Right. And my goodness, this man at 96 should do a lot more squats than I could because he'd been practicing. Right, you right, know? right. But the, like you said, simple things around the house, holding on to the kitchen sink, and maybe how many times can I go up and down, yeah. you know? But that little that little bit can really make a difference. And people also take that. I just heard last night a guy said, go into your kitchen and on the counter and just do push-ups. Standing there at a little angle and just going down. I mean, it's like there is there's no room for if you want to do better, we can. It's not about spending money. It's not about getting the latest fad or going down to the, the health food store uh, and getting that stuff, even though some of that stuff is great. You can start right where you are 
in your house. And the best thing you can do, it doesn't cost us any money to eliminate yeah. things that aren't good for us. Now, something that you had on a hashtag in one of your posts, was it Mega Feast? Is that right? Am I saying uh, 365 that right? Life Feast. Life, three, uh-huh. you know, tell me what this is. Um, it's how, it's why I'm here right now talking to you again. It's because I felt like it was time for me to go again because two years ago, you know, I started it. I actually fell off some, and then now I restarted uh, 23 days ago on another uh, time of pushing away the solid food. So it's been 23 days since I've eaten the solid food, since December 18th. So you're back on juicy. Yes, sir. That and, and other things. So I haven't eaten anything solid for 23 days, literally. I'm in here with energy, and people would think, man, you have, you know, I'm like, I'm on top of the world. and No headaches? At, no, no, no. Matter <laughs> of fact, the inflammation in my knees are gone, my back, my side. I told you about it's totally gone. My face is gone. I've dropped about, oh, about four or five sizes in my pants. Um, all these things are now, you know, happening in my life again because I understood it the first time, but I fell back into that because I lost my discipline. But I'm back in it again. And I started this 365. I was going to do a 365 juice feast and I changed it because I have to reteach myself how to eat. That's that's the issue is the juicing part is great. The fasting part is cool. But what happens afterwards? Right. And that's the thing that I didn't prepare for as much as I should have is what happens after the juicing feasting time is over. How do you go back into to this place and, and eat again? So the 365 uh, life feast is about eating food that is alive. It's about consuming only things that are alive because you can't get life from something that never had it, right? Yeah. You can't get yeah. life from something that never had life. And it was a, it's a way for me to start, it was a way for me to start a conversation in social media. So I could have kept it to myself, but I went out there and people were like, 365 days juicing, you crazy. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. And so now got these people I'm talking to around the country on social media about how we can change uh, things. Something simple as sugar, because most people don't know the average America, American consumes 60 pounds of added sugar every year. The average person. Well, 60 per person. pounds per year? Per year. Oh, my. Added sugar. That's not that's not including what is the normal, but what's added to stuff. There are 61 different names of sugar. I didn't know that. 61. So they started getting smart because people started talking about the health stuff, and they couldn't just put sugar up there, so they had to change it. So there are 61 different names for sugar that most people don't even know that they're consuming sugar, and 74% is added to where you don't even know what's in there. And so just conversations and talking to people about these things and talking to people about make sure you read your labels and understand, uh, man, get out there and do something. Like I said, move your limb. Get out and jump up and down. Yeah. Run in place. Yeah. I don't know. Do toe raises. Whatever whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just having a conversation with people while I go through this whole thing to say I'm going to go a whole year without eating dead food is what's attracting people to have this conversation because a lot of them feel, feel and felt the way I did. You know, and talking about, you know, kind of falling off the wagon, if you will, and I've and been there multiple times. You know, you, you were disciplined for a long time, several years, and then, you know, you, things happen and you get back off, but you can get back on. And I remember years ago, uh, I was on a Nutrisystem here. It was a promotional ad here through the through the radio station. Okay. And so I was, they, they gave me this program and they, you know, then I would go on the air and say, oh, you know, I lost a, a equivalent of a 10 pound bowling ball, you know. Okay. And, and so I started, actually lost 54 pounds on, on the Nutrisystem, went, dropped several couple pant sizes. And actually, I got into the same pants size I had when I graduated high school, Man, which was amazing. which was great. I yeah. mean, I felt super. You <laughs> Save know, some money too. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. And so, I was feeling really good uh, for about two and a half years. But you know, 
and I, this is not speaking bad of Nutrisystem, you know, because everybody can find their way, yes, niche exactly. that works for them. Right. And I th- and they've changed a lot. It does. They don't. I don't think Nutrisystem works totally today like it did back. This has been probably twenty twenty years ago. Okay. And so, but I remember that uh, that. One of the things I had struggled with when I completed Nutrisystem was getting back into eating real food because that they is. provided this prepackaged food and everything. So I had to graduate into eating regular, you know, food. Right. And I did fine for a couple of years, but then I started moving off, getting yeah. off course. That convenience, man. Yeah. I mean, it's to, to get up every day with a plan, and this is how I'm going to eat, and to get up and say, hey, this is what I'm going to eat. This is the biggest thing for me now. Once I finish this time, it's, it's these are the things. It's what am I going to eat? What have I decided that I'm going to eat? Not what I'm not going to eat. I'm not worried about what I'm not going to eat, but what am I going to eat? How am I going to prepare it? How much of it am I going to eat, and how often am I going to eat it? Those yeah. are the four things. What? How am I going to prepare it? How much and how often? And when I can get, and I, I'm working on that right now, so when I when I shift off of this, those are going to be things that's going to get answered. I'm going to know these are the foods, these are the meats that I'll eat, these are the green yeah. leafy things that I'll eat, these are the fruit, and and this is how often I'm going to eat these things and when I'm going to eat them. You know, and too, Antonio, I think something's important. We think when we're trying to lose weight we have to starve ourselves, no. but that is totally the opposite because that's what really messes up our metabolism. I mean, we need to eat smaller portions throughout the day of healthy stuff. Do you have snacks that you can, you can refer to? Well, for, for me, I think Every time you eat, your insulin goes up. So you have to be careful of eating all the time because your insulin spikes. Uh, so, you know, you just got to be constant, to, you know, cognizant of the fact that every time you eat, your insulin rises. And, okay, make sure that your body isn't, insulin isn't telling your body to create and store fat. That's what happens a lot of times. People keep eating these little he- unhealthy things, and you don't realize that insulin is rising in your body yeah. and it's telling your body to make fat and store fat. So I would say if people going to, if, if, if I was eating solid foods at the moment, I'm definitely leaning towards, you know, grapes, uh, leaning towards, you know, uh, maybe some oranges or some lemons and limes and things of that nature, uh, stand towards green food. Again, is, is it alive? Yeah. It's not if it's low fat or low sugar. Yeah. No. Is the food alive? Yeah. So my thing is eat it. Food is called, some people call it food is grown. So carrots and um, uh, uh, things that help us with alkaline like cucumbers and celery and things of that nature. Those are things that we should be putting in our system, in my opinion, that is producing life away from the cookies and the chips exactly. and the crackers and stuff you know, like that. One thing I have found, and I really have gotten to enjoy, are raw pumpkin seeds, you know, uh, not in large amounts, but right. just in a, a little bit, you know, uh, the type of seed, I think, along with some type of, you know, raw nuts and things that we need in our bodies, too. Right, right. You know? If it has life in it, you know, as long as we don't, of course, we can go crazy with those things, and then we're eating 5,000 no, calories exactly. going no, way no. above. You've got to keep that in balance. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Yeah, those are just things, man, just eating yeah. life. If we can eat life, man, I, I know it will bring life into us. Wow. This is really good. Now, if somebody wanted to contact you, maybe you could talk with them more yeah. or help them. Is it Should they visit a website? Could they call you directly? Or Right. Most, most people are on Facebook nowadays that are doing things. So the Body Reset Nation is the page that I've set up on Facebook, the okay. Body Reset Nation. 
And I have a lot of articles about, uh, man, Dr. Fung talking about people reversing diabetes, type 2 diabetes with nutrition. Uh, have have articles on studies from people like Dr. Ben Horn um, talking about how fasting and, and abstaining from food and eating smaller portions are now impacting people with heart disease and diabetes. I mean, these are mainstream studies, and people are saying folks that have making the decision to eat less or living longer, um, they're actually impacting diseases that we think that we don't, we can't ever get away from. And these are secular scientists and medical universities saying, no, if you eat right, stop eating the bad stuff and don't eat as much of it, you have a better opportunity to live a healthy, happy life. Wow. And I feel like that's the scripture right there, man. Jesus taught us to fast. Jesus taught us about self-control. There's all things all in the scripture. Uh, and so I feel like if we just follow basic things, okay, don't be gluttons and all. I mean, if we just did that, if we just decided we weren't, we won't be a glutton. If I'm not going to overdo it, how much would that impact our lives and us being around for our grandkids and things like that? If we just followed that one rule, hey, man, when I'm, when I'm satisfied, I need to just stop. You know, that was another wake-up call for me. I had my daughter-in-law said, hey, we want you to be around for your grandkids, you know. I just got a brand-new granddaughter who was born on New Year's Eve, you know, and she's incredible, and, and I want to spend time with her. Right. And my other granddaughter, I want to spend time with her, too. And take them to the park and do things, not just not just sit on the couch and say, "Oh, come over here and give Papa a hug." You know, yeah. no, I mean, but seriously, to be able to to run. My, I mean, she had me chasing her around the house on her bike, you know, wow. uh, dancing around, the, marching in the living room, you know, and even that kind of stuff gives you some activity. That's right. Wow, this has been great. Antonio, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. you inspire me and, and encourage I'm so glad we ran into each other. And uh, I need to get where I can go with you on one of those marathon walks. Maybe we can meet sometime when no it gets problem. a little warmer, okay? Maybe it's a little bit. <laughs> and we can start off with small, you know, four okay. miles, yeah. five miles, yeah. something like that, three. But, three. <laughs> but that would be awesome, though, you know? And really, I think that would be a good challenge for our listeners, too, is to find somebody they can partner with right. on some of these walks. You can, you know, encourage each other. You can pray together when you take these mm-hmm. walks and, and also be accountable to each other for the types of food. And do you journal any of your food, too, what you, what you put in? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm journaling right now. Every day since my 23 days, I've been sitting down writing what's going on. But I also want to say, too, man, that whoever's listening, I want you to know, man or woman, whatever, boy or girl, you're, you're worth it. You're valuable. Okay, you, you, you know, I want to say is you beat up yourself enough. You beat up yourself enough. And I want to say that you're worth the change because, man, somebody wants and needs you in their life. So just know you're worth it. Go and pick yourself up. No more killing yourself with your words. Come on, speak life and eat life. Antonio Neal, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Summer, thanks for hanging out in the studio with us over there. <laughs> Quiet as a mouse. On this live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. All the time we have today, friend, I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. 